welcome back to a Skyrim 10 AD, and this is episode 19, I believe, uh, on uh, session 6, last episode here we're doing tonight, and um, last we left off, our uh, trouble again had just taken care of a rather nasty bandit chief, who um, managed to knock down one of the party members. Uh, before he was taken down uh, in a joint effort by uh, Luke and Botty, uh, dealing some serious damage. Uh, looked like he was just about to bleed out when Luke uh, decided to use uh, one of his cantrips, Spare the Dying, to stop him from bleeding out and dying. He, now this enemy, who we have learned his name is Broto, um, is somebody from Luke's past. And he's now lying unconscious, tied, and gagged, did we say? Yep. Tied and gagged uh, on the floor. And our party have uh, spoken with Lenil, who has told them that his anarchy is still... Um, has still been captured and is still um, in danger by... and is in the, the clutches of the boss... And nobody knows has any information so far on who the boss is. Um, so they have found a map on Broto's body, and it seems to be leading to the other side of Fall Creek. And so the party have decided to take a long rest here before heading out in the morning uh, with uh, their package um, and uh, heading back to Fall Creek to deliver Broto to the authorities. So. Um... What about the nightshade? Now, if we're going to go, um, since this letter, uh, we sort of, we're going to assume that the boss is probably where Anarchy is. So the best guess is to go on the map where it says here. Uh, are we going to want to bring nightshade with us? Do we have some? Is there some in the in this in Helgen here stored, ready to go? Um. So, so you know, I have Colin with the alchemical proficiency, and you know, I would assume. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily know where it is, but I have, like types of uh, environments and you know where yeah, it's most likely to be found. Yeah, you actually no, because. Um, they would be growing mostly by uh, graves, right? And it mentions. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just mention to, to Luke that it's 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 the letter mentions Falkreath uh, and and the cemetery. I believe it alludes to the cemetery in Falkreath. So, uh, if we're dropping Broto off there, we can probably pick some up if if you can recognize yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah I, I'll, I'll feel pretty confident about being able to find some if there is any to be found once we get okay. there. Okay. Good, good, good. Take mouse. Uh, agree. We should, we should, we should find some. We'll, we'll need a quote shit ton of it, <laughs> unquote. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. So we're headed back down the road to Falkreath, same way we came. Yeah, actually, could um, I get 
Let's see, who's taking uh, watch? Would need to be three people for everybody, for all four of you to get a, or five of you, six, to get a, a long rest. Uh, three people are going to have to stand watch through the night. And I believe Max said he was going to take the first watch. Mm -hmm. I did. Uh, so if you want to take, make a, um, actually make a perception check. That was a, sorry, that was a Hindu. And that 20. 20. Nice. Um, as you're sitting there, you're, you're looking down, getting your camp out, and um, you don't see any eyes moving, but you see some wriggling coming from Broto's position. Mm. And you see straining of muscles. Very slight, but you do not see any eye movement and no mouth. The mouth doesn't open. Well, you can't see the mouth, but you just see the, the chest fall down very nice and slowly, nice and slowly, and then you see some straining muscles, and in both in the legs and in the arms. Okay. Nothing seems to happen. And that's the end of my watch. Yeah, it happens a few times, but <laughs> it assumes with a four, he wasn't able to break his restraint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's going to take the next watch? I'll, I'll, I'll take second watch. And uh, during during my second watch, I uh, every every uh, as as I sort of like quietly patrol the camp and everything, I make a I make a very specific point every every circuit of the camp every time i come anywhere near i, I make sure to, to, to stop by take a look at brodo make sure his gag as well as is, 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 is in place i don't want to hear any shit from that piece of shit and uh and make sure his his uh his uh all, all of his uh, ropes are well tied and if he gives me any lip i i cloud him with the uh handle end of my warhammer uh yeah uh, as as you approach and as you're the only one in heavy armor it's quite easy to discern that you are the one who's approaching. As you're standing quite close to him and checking to him, the eyes spring open and look directly at you into your face. And his gag is over his, his mouth and it blocks his face of the hat, but you can tell from the crinkles of his eyes that he's smiling. I can handle his smiles. Okay. So, want to roll a perception check for me, please, Pat? Alrighty. Ooh, that's not very good at all. That's like a five. Okay. So that's pretty much all you see that night. <coughs> and um, next watch. Who's up for the final watch? Um, I don't think Requi can handle her quite yet. I'll, I'll step up and. Okay. So. Watch. You get up and sort of like spring around, and you, you're having a, a look again at the, at the, um, what seems to be the, the skeleton of the corpse. The, in like kind of now looks like a, like a, in the sort of like candlelight and stuff. It's uh, like a really nice statue, but. Looking at it, it, it does seem like a real side there. The skeleton's mouth is open, and it looks as if, and the two skeleton hands with the, the index and the middle, sorry, yeah, the index, no, sorry, their the finger next 
the uh, little finger and the middle finger are crossed mm -hmm. and it's pointing outwards and um, if they're having a look at it, it is a horrific sight and seems like it must have been a, a very horrific way to die and roll a perception check for me please Okay, I just get there. Uh, Thirteen plus wisdom is two, so fifteen. So you have a look around and sort of like you know you look around and see Roger still there. He's actually still asleep. Um, you hear some light snoring from him and uh, he kind of like rolls onto his side and you guys still leave him next to the uh, to the running water oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have his yes. head popped up on a rock so that if he moves too much we can just kick the rock out <laughs> <laughs> or just move it and put it on top of his head instead of underneath it yeah so um yeah so let's Oh crap! I dropped my dice. Let's give him uh, a uh, a uh, sorry. I've totally forgotten a Constitution save to see if he can get a good night's sleep in his position. <laughs> we're, we're not too worried if he can't. So. Yeah, oh, no. If he, so if he, he can, can, let's move him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he rolls an eight. So. He only he does not get a full night's rest. Uh, it is really bad. He barely gets any rest, so he only regains. So it's eight hours, and I believe he regains uh, one hit point an hour. So he only regains eight hit points. Does not and has not had a full rest. So he's still in bad condition. His his wounds are some of them are still kind of open. They're not bleeding. They're starting to seal over, but they're not completely gone. Uh, and they're not completely healed, so yeah, he's uh, he's looking at it still in bad shape. When all of you guys wake up the next morning, and um, what would you like to do? Well, I guess we need to find a way to get him mobile, um, but still restrained. Well, <clears throat> cart anywhere? No, I think we need to make him walk. Otherwise, we're going to expend a lot of energy, and it'll take longer. He, he, he'll. So, so Luke, Luke doesn't have a sword or a dagger or anything, but I, I feel confident he's got a skinning knife or something because he's a farmer. And like, uh, and 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 Luke will say, yeah, he, he he'll walk or he'll feel this in his throat, and it, it a, legitimately is his choice at this point. Make an intimidation. Check. All right. Let's see. We, we we oh let's see. That's intimidation is plus what? Uh, charisma. Plus charisma. Let's see. Ooh, what's uh, charisma? That's an eleven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Broto starts humming. Um, actually, uh, make uh, an intelligence check, uh, Botty. Intelligence is okay. Plus two. Oh, and you too, um, uh, Mouse. 
seven plus two is nine. And I have, um, uh, let's see, uh, 14. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, Mousy's uh, humming Ragnar the Red. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> he starts if you say that out loud, he starts getting he starts humming it even louder. No, no I just I, mutter I, it under my breath. Not say I'm not saying I would do this as Luke, but but Mouse, if 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 he said that to me, I would just totally kick him in the balls. But it's up to you, you know. It's completely up to you, you know. It's, uh... No, no, no. I'm just gonna concentrate on getting him to Falkreath without any more incidents. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So 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 my, my so Luke uh, Luke's goal would be to get him to Falkreath. Get him like you know, once or twice a day. Get him a drink of water and a crust of bread. But you know, other than that, you know that that. You know, that, that's uh, you know, Luke. Luke will like, like literally frog march him with a knife in his back if that's what it takes. Um, the minute you take off uh, the mask, uh, the the gag to give him something to drink, uh, the first words out of his mouth is he's looking past you and looking at everybody else. He's gonna kill you all, just like he killed his friend before. That was the great. He's looking now, looking at Dragon. He goes, "That was the happiest accident of my life." No, just... At this point, at this point, I've got a cup of water or something. I, I I pour it in his face and put the gag right back in. Mouse tries to catch his eye and just looks at him with a stony, cold stare. He starts humming again. <laughs> and Mouse does not look away. So, what would you like to do? Lineal is up with you. He's, uh... Go ahead. I was gonna say, Body asks if he happens to know uh, the Dragonborn comes. <laughs> <laughs> now Mouse rolls his eyes and just walks away. <laughs> Um, you, when you say this, Lanil turns around and and looks at you, and he goes, "Oh no, he he was waiting for him. He he wanted him to come. That's why he was here. Come back a second time. Well, he 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 said that he'd send anybody to oblivion that he found here." Uh, and that's what Broto said he wanted to do. He said he wanted. He wanted to go to Oblivion. Yeah, he said he. He said he wanted to go and and serve her in Oblivion. Well, I hope to help that process. I'd love to see that happen. Please kind of hummings paused and then it starts up again um Lineal, why do you know why he wants to go through oblivion he just he, he just said that he he wanted to, to serve her he didn't say anything who it was he said he wanted to serve her in oblivion and serve her of, 
instead of here. Do you know who this her is? He he just said her. He didn't he didn't say anything. I was I didn't want to listen to much of what he said though. Yeah, I understand. I look over at Luke, raise my eyebrows. Yeah. So yeah. So what what is you know, what, does Luke? Do we get a sense that when you say Oblivion, it's a capital O, Oblivion, like you know, something mm-hmm. meaningful? Yeah. All right. So, so Luke will do you know, uh, whatever. He'll search his memory, you know, religion, insight, history, whatever it would take, just to, you know, to get a sense of Oblivion. What is, What does this mean? Who is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Luke, Luke will, will sort of rack his brains, you know, because because. He's trying to make a connection here. Um, you know that there's a roll a history check. I don't. You're not going to find out who this person is, but yeah, uh, just yeah, oh, yeah just know. sort of a general. All right, so ooh, not not very good. Um, although he's pretty good at history. Let's see. Let's see. Sorry, history check. That is twelve. 12. Yeah, you know enough. Um, probably all of you, uh, probably save for Jaquai, would probably have heard about um, sort of like Daedric Princes. Uh, probably know of all of them, actually. You know all their names. Um, but the in-depth, so there's a few that seems to cross over between male and female. Some of them are called Daedric Princes, and sometimes their class is uh, seen as female, sometimes seen as male so uh, there's some that are declared as the um, as the good Daedra uh, like Meridia um, but there's also like the bad ones um, like Boethia um, can be claimed as so and um, was it Mephala uh, and things like that so you don't really know what they're all about and w- with your role judging from what Broto's done it doesn't seem like it honors a particular daedric mm-hmm. a daedric prince to you yeah okay all right well i guess it's time to get on the road huh yeah yeah so jaquai is finished with his meditation so he's got his key back and he's finished cleaning himself and and uh, <laughs> for a while or two yeah, well, the water is there so he you can all clean the blood off your armor and sort of like try and get it out of your robes. There's still a patches here and there. And he makes sure that uh, Brodo's looking at him when he does a uh, standing front flip. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mouse makes a, a, a great show of presenting uh, daggers back to Shikawai. In front. Of oh, uh, that's the thing. Did you um, pick up and take all of his uh, weapons and his daggers or have you just thrown them to one side um, I'm not I was just interested in oh, yeah. Jaquai's, uh, things I really wasn't that interested in his in his weapons does he got a bow he doesn't have, have a bow he has uh, a scimitar and having a look through he has 27 daggers <laughs> jeez 
I they're, assume they're throwing they're, daggers, right? Yeah, they're not all sort of like, you know, full-size daggers. They're small, similar to what could be, but they have enough weight behind them that could be considered daggers. Um, but they're not all of them well-made. Uh, some of them look like they're handmade, beaten out. Um, but yeah, you find 27 daggers. What could wow. be constituted as daggers? Good lord. Mouse isn't particularly interested. Is this Jaquai? I mean, I have a dagger. I'm, I'm okay on daggers. Uh, these are more like throwing knives, right? Kind of, yeah. Right. So Jaquai will take them. All of them? Yeah. Yeah, so put that in your inventory. You've got all um, 27 uh, throwing daggers. Actually, make it um, 20, because... Uh, no, 25, because I think he threw... Uh, five, he totally, six, he, and then he, he missed. Yeah, he totaled three that he threw. Yeah, so make that 25. So, I don't, I don't know where they are, but what, before we leave here, I'm, I'm going to get a long stick or something and probe the river and, and try to set off any other bear traps. I'm not going to remove them or anything else. I'm just going to try to set them off from a distance so that they're, they're tripped and won't snag anybody else. Yeah, so as you're heading out, which way are you going? Are you going back the way you came? Or... Uh, if you have a look again on roll 20 if you head this way you do see that it leads down to a tunnel that leads to seems to lead into a cave hmm. are you heading off that away or are you heading back the way you came hmm. I my inclination would be to go back the way we came because we know it's a safe yeah. we don't know what's down down in the cave yes yeah, I agree. Did you guys follow them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Unless the choir body feels strongly the other way, I would, I would definitely agree with Mouse. Let's go out the safe way. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so uh, make um, let's see an investigation check. Um, as you're looking around with your stick, looking around to check to see of all these traps. Already? Oh, you can dra just drag his body through the water. Yeah. <laughs> That's the investigation is uh, intelligence? I believe so, yes. 19. 19, yeah. So you see one here that somehow you all avo avoided. Wow. And I wonder about that. And you see, as you're heading out towards, you see another one there. Ah. And you set both of them off as you're walking past, so none of you are in any danger of getting to Yeah. Them. And then you head back out and out the way you came, heading off to the exterior of Helgen Keep. So... As you're heading out, and you're heading back, uh, you're heading back down the road that's that you came up from, heading back to Falkreath. Yes. Okay. And um, should we shout and see if Hamming's still out here? <laughs> <laughs> you can. 
you want. He had a particular interest in uh, wiping these guys out. Maybe he could take him back to the uh, authorities for us. <laughs> um, but it wouldn't do for me to ask him. <laughs> you, um, you get the kind of feeling that uh, Hamming is not an authority kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely gave you the impression that guards and him don't sit well. Uh, towns and him don't sit well. So, um, you guys Hence uh, Jaquai's idea to uh, see if he could take care of this for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few things. Um, what's the marching order here as you're heading down the road? Well, Mouse, Mouse will take point. Um, take point. And um, who is and where is... Um, looking after uh, and what position is um, Broto in? Well, Go ahead, Mouse. Well, no, I was just going to ask if we can enlist uh, Lenny's help in controlling Broto. I, I, I'm not comfortable uh, with that. I'd, I'd, Le I'd rather Lenny, can... sort of like, you know, you instantly look at the uh, definitely fear in his eyes when you when you just, no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hold Broto's leash. Uh, so I, the way the way I envision is Broto is literally wearing nothing but like. So what is it cold? What's what's the time of year? Yeah, I mean it's it's Skyrim. It's always fucking cold. So you're probably looking around about ten degrees or something like is, that. Is, is Broto a Nord or what, what is he? Yeah, an Imperial? Uh, no, he's an Imperial. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Perfect. Uh, so I, I take pleasure in making sure that he is wearing nothing but a loincloth and. Uh, the uh, 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 rope. His hands are. He's he's gagged. His hands are tied behind his back. I've got a rope uh, attached to his hands, and um, he's. Uh, I'll, I'll give him the uh, courtesy of some boots. So he's wearing a loincloth and boots, and uh, that that that's what he's wearing. And I, I will I will carry the uh, I will carry the rope. Uh, I'll, I'll walk behind him carrying the rope. Um, so you're behind him. And, I, I'm behind him, and I would say he's somewhere in the middle. I, so I, I would be somewhere in the middle of the marching order. You know, mouse in front, and I'm in the middle, and I'll let Jaquai and Body, uh, you know, sort themselves out however they want to. Yeah, Jaquai will walk right alongside uh, Brodo, too, just to make sure that uh, nothing goes awry. Okay. Lenny is with us, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lenny is walking behind I, uh, I hand Lenny a drum and I play a flute just to uh, entertain us as we will. <laughs> and I, I, get, I, get, I get body a good big thumbs up. Good good thinking there. Give him something to do with his hands. Nice thinking. Um, so can I have you to uh, do a performance check, please, body? And uh, Lenil is going to do the same. Let's see. Performance drums. is charisma, which is a plus three. Uh, so total fifteen. Fifteen, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> it's it's okay, but the only problem is is that it's drowned out by the huge hands of Lineal banging on that drum. <laughs> <laughs> it is a cacophonous the boom every time he hits that thing, and he seems to have been able to cup his hand just at the, the right way, <laughs> just somewhere to bangs it together. 
So, so you're saying his last name is Pert, like so? No, no, no Pert, right? <laughs> okay. No Dave Grohl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's about as tall as Dave Grohl. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so heading down, we'll have um, Mouse make a perception. Check. Yeah, perception. No, sorry, survival check. Sorry. Survival. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, survival is wisdom, so uh, sixteen. Okay, and um, let's see, can I have uh, Luke make a let's see three perception checks? You two, uh, Jaquai, seeing as you're going to be walking alongside him as well. All right. First check for me is really shitty. It's a six. Second one is. Uh, that's oh shit! Uh, I hang on. That's either I hang on. Um, second one is a twelve, and uh, third one for me. So six, twelve, and uh, eighteen. And how many are we supposed to roll? Three. Okay, so my first one is 14. Uh, 20. Nice. And 12. Um, on the halfway through the day, uh, as you're walking along, um, Jaquai, you see ever so slightly that Every once in a while, while somebody's off looking at the at the trees or stuff like following the road or stuff like you know talking amongst yourselves, you notice that Roto seems to be shimmying his shoulders from side to side, and his hands behind his back. While Luke is off looking to one side, he seems to be sort of like moving, like lifting up one side of his shoulders and then back down again, and his hands are moving. Through that. You ever look down at the bottom? Uh, was it a natural 20 or a, a total of 20? With total of 20. 20. Yeah, so you, you can see him sort of like every once in a while just shifting his shoulder from side to side when he thinks nobody's looking. Um, so with a, a roll of 16, um, Mouse, you find a nice place to camp. Um, it's off in the trees. You manage to get yourself some cover, so there's no sort of like... Um, which we call it, uh, you know, nobody's getting rained on, and it's a nice flat surface, so you can all make camp for that night. Um, and it rolls on, so we'll say for the purposes of sort of like you know, just moving along because it's just going to be a series of these sort of checks. Um, just make uh, three more survival checks, Luke. And, so, sorry, um, not so, not you, um, mouse, make survival checks. So, so. So, Colin, but as we're bending down for the night and, and we're, I, I go over and, and I make sure the ropes on. And, and while we're sleeping, I, I tie Brodo's feet and his hands and hog time and make sure he's, he's um, his, his gag. And, and, and I whisper in his ear so that no one else can hear, but he can hear. I can say, you may have escaped the Imperials, but you're not going to escape the justice of Kinnerath, you fucker. <laughs> I kick him in the I just, kick him in the back. 
Well, and, and Mouse, Mouse has more rope, so we could tie him to a tree if if you like. We can we can hog tie him and just <laughs> tie him right to a tree too. <laughs> to or from. <laughs> So as as you look at that and you're going down to like re-secure the ropes or add more ropes, you can see that where you have wrapped the rope around, two of the of the rings that were wrapped around the race are now past the fingertips. Hmm. He's been slowly <clears throat> working the things, but you notice I, it. And, and when it, when I see that, I, I take two of his fingers and I break them both. I just crush them, absolutely crush one finger in each hand. Oh, Absolutely, oh, yeah. I, I grind them to powder with my full strength. Roll a st strength check, uh, not that, not very good. Only a seven. Seven. Um, you you cross them and you think you've you've broken them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's sort of like you hear sort of like crunching of bone, um, and sort of like they definitely start looking a little bit purple, and you do hear <laughs> from underneath the gag. Kinnereth is merciful, but only to those who deserve it. And, and Jaquai reminds Luke not to break his thumbs. No, no, um, these, these, were, these, these, were, these were very, these were index fingers. All right, <laughs> index fingers in both cases. Yeah. All right. So you want me to roll roll three survival? Yeah, to get you back to um, full speed. and um, uh, so that's sixteen. <clears throat> and eight. Yike. And eight. Are we camping in the rain again? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, on the last day, you is. Um, <laughs> and because of his broken fingers. He's rolling at disadvantage, which is lucky because on the second night he got a natural 20. Mm. <laughs> so you get back, and although there is some uh, times where it looks like, uh, and every, every time you get back and try and set up camp, you have a look at the ropes, and the ropes are sort of like starting to fray around the wrist. All around the wrists now, there is like serious rope burns. Uh, even getting down to the point where they're starting to produce like a little bit of of the white blood coming through from underneath, uh, like getting into serious bad burns. Um, but it, you get all the way back and you see full Kreeth off in the distance, uh, and he's still under your uh, still your prisoner as you head back towards down towards the gates of full Kreeth. Um We didn't mention it, but just heading back, you did. Pick up all the bottles of skooma. Mm -hmm. Pick them all up, put them in your bag. So let's just yeah, 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 I think so. So, so Mal suggested to me to when when he and I were speaking privately, no, that that I would control. So if nobody if nobody stopped me, I would take all fifteen bottles, put put all of them in my you know pouch or backpack or whatever, and. One, you know, as we're marching along once a day, I would give Lenny five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a day for five days, I would give Lenny one of the bottles to to, to take a, a dose from. Yeah. So um, you, well, I thought a dose lasted five days. I, no, no, I, no. I thought I, I read as a what? bottle, right? Yeah, a bottle lasts for five days. Ah, okay, okay. 
So a bottle yeah, has he five said once a day. He's got to take it once a day. Is what he, he was yeah. very clear on that. Looking at him, uh, and he absolutely hates it, and his eyes go like really bright and really wide, and it makes his head all fuzzy, and he, you have to stop while he's uh, after he's he's taking it. Sort of like you know stop, but <coughs> he dies, and he sort of like you know he just goes and he goes uh, like saying stuff like anarchy. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna come. We're coming, Anarchy. He goes there. The Winter Warrior's coming for you. He's gonna save you again. <laughs> And, and, and every every time uh, every time Lenny every, each day when Lenny takes that dose of skooma, I, I cast a bless spell on him. Okay. So every every day I, I, I use that spell slide and cast a bless on Lenny as he's taking the uh, the dose of skooma. Yeah, and he feels uh, a whole lot better, and he sort of like you know gives you a big smile and sort of like you know he's starting to he never is too far away. He's never more than ten foot away from uh, Luke. At any given time, he sort of like seems to be walking in his shadow at all times. And, and, and Luke totally encourages that. He, 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 his first priority is landing. His second priority is making sure that the Brodo is uh, is not going to get away from justice. So, uh. yeah. awesome. So you guys uh, approaching. You're now approaching. Looking down uh, as you uh, approach the gate, and you see uh, two guards standing outside. Uh, as you're heading down towards the gate of Hawkreath. And immediately looking up at you as you're walking down with your uh, naked prisoner covered in ropes, uh, the um, the guards draw their swords and start to slowly, they're not rushing you, walking up, and they recognize you, and they're saying, Hey, what's, what's going on? Because... Who's this? Well, since I'm in front, I'm I'm going to say this is uh, this is your your skooma dealer. Is that right? Where did you find that piece of shit? In Helgen. You gotta be crazy to go into Helgen. Nobody goes there anymore. What kind of lunatic would want to spend their time in there? And he goes, right, come with me. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry, guys. <coughs> right, come with me. And he suddenly goes, he goes, stay here, Frank. Let's head back. So he's he's now he's put his sword his way and he's leading you down into Fall Creek, and he's heading towards the jail. Um, what do you guys do? Well, I guess uh, I'm going to step aside and and let Luke lead yeah bro yeah no i i i'm not letting go of this rope until he's in a jail cell but i'll i'll yeah. uh i'll i'll, I'll prod yeah, yeah, continue to prod him along <clears throat> as you're prodding him along the, the guards sort of like every morning he goes yeah bring him here so he heads off down and um he heads in and he looks as you coming in enter you walk past the um the sawmill and you see the Rather a large Nord with uh, red hair looking down at, at you from the from the mill, sort of like looking at you. He sees you walk past, and you head around. The the yards long house come up, and you see two more guards standing there, sort of like at a start looking at you and looking at the the state that you're in, and with your your two new companions. And the guard ahead of you he just says, and he goes, apparently they've got a schooner dealer. Um, and he goes, go tell. Uh, Nenya and the Jarl, 
Uh, and he goes, I'm going to take him and we're going to get him put down into the the, uh, the jail. And then he leads you off to the jail at the back past. And as you walk past, you see uh, the sign on the local store to the right, which is um, uh, uh, Grave Concoctions, um, which is the uh, alchemist. And then further on, it's just the jail. And you head in there and downstairs. The, the guard sort of like lets him know, lets the other guards that are inside, the jailers inside, and he tosses you, tosses them into uh, the nearest cell, which is not the one that uh, Lanil was in, but the the nearest open cell, and just throws him inside. Uh, and he goes, "You're going to have to go and um, talk to the Yarl about this." And he goes, yeah. and he go, uh, "Oh, we all trust you. Uh, well, to help you guys, Kevin, but you know, you better go and speak to the Yarl because walking in as you did." It's just going to send tongues of wagon all over town. And, and I'll, I'll say to the guard, you know, the, and I'll, I'll point to I'll point to Brodo. I said, "This filth has escaped from the Imperials once. Nord justice is much better than Imperial justice, but make sure you don't lose track of him." And I give him I give him a I give him a kick in the ass on the way out. <laughs> and he goes. No worry, kinsman. He goes, this one's definitely not getting out of my sight. <coughs> so you head back outside of the jail and the, the guard leads in. He's heading back towards a shift at the, the front gate. And he goes, you better go and talk uh, to the Jarl. Um, they probably definitely wants to see you. And, and at this point, I, I, I take Lenny and I say, you know, Lenny, it, it, I, I just sort of put my you know, arm around his shoulder, like, you know, up, you know, like, stand on tiptoe, <laughs> you know, put my arm around his shoulder because he's such a fucking giant. And I say, it, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then we, and we, and I lead him along to, to follow the guard to the Jarl's longhouse. Okay. So you all, you all enter the longhouse? Uh, Modney decides to peel off and uh, go over to the graveyard to write a song and compose some poetry while leaning up against a gravestone like she is wont to do sometimes. Oh, nice. And uh, you're maybe you're see, so if emo. Find, see if she can find some nightshade over there by the graveyard. <laughs> Such um, an emo. Okay, um, I'll go in with, with, with Luke and, uh, and Jaquai if he's coming. <clears throat> okay. Quiet. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Jaguar will go in. So you, all three of you, head inside and sort of like, but uh, and Lanil follows you in. Uh, and Butty, you sort of like take a stroll off, and you just say like, you know, oh guys, I'm gonna just head off, and you head off over to uh, the graveyard. Which try not to imagine the actual Skyrim graveyard. It's it's quite a big a big graveyard. Oh, okay. um, so when you get there, you look around and it's sort of like you know, graves for quite a long while, and there's quite a few hundred here. And um, you heard um, them talking about sort of like nightshade. Um, roll. Um, let's see, a survival check to see if you recognize nightshade. Okay, let's see, survival wisdom, which is plus two. And eleven total thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, you know it's you know it's purplish, purplish bluish. Um 
you have a look around. Actually, roll an investigation check as you're walking among the gravestones. Okay. Uh, let's see. Investigation is intelligence plus two. So we'll do a... Ooh, seven plus two is nine. Seven. Um, as you're walking around, the only thing you... You don't see any flowers what you uh, or any sort of like purple flower or anything like that. But what you do see is a few like near the ones that you've been to. It seems to be some plants that have had their heads cut off. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. So you have a quick look around and as the first quarter, so you see that there is some plants there. But, you know, it seems like somebody has come along and cut <clears> their <throat> head off of the actual plant. Um, <clears throat> Take so note. He- yeah. So heading back to the Yarl's longhouse, um, you three um, gentlemen uh, step into the longhouse. And um, <clears throat> uh, up on the, the chair you see, um, which is uh, you see the Yarl, uh, and you recognize him, Mouse, um, Sid Gear. And you see his um, uh, house call uh, standing beside him as well. And you also see uh, is it Nenya. Sorry, I'll just have to lose all my bloody things. So. Uh, yes, it's Nenya. So you see um, Halvard Yalsid Gear. And Nenya, and they're all having a discussion with the the guard that was previously standing outside the front of the the longhouse, uh, who was told to tell him that you've caught the uh, skooma uh, dealer or skooma peddler, and you all walk in with Lenil. And uh, Nenya turns around and goes, "Oh, friends, you're 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 back so soon." And he goes, well, "We've just heard that you came in with a with a prisoner, and you say he's he's a skooma dealer." Or the scuba dealer? He is a scuba dealer, not the scuba dealer. Oh dear. Um, but he's—you've taken him to the uh, to the barracks, I believe. He's locked up, and the guard says, "Yes, they were heading that way." As I came in. Yes, yes, but but but, but lady, he he has a long history of traffic with this vile drug. Uh, please, please keep him under careful lock and key. When I last saw him many, many years ago, he was, uh, he was in the custody of an Imperial, an Imperial troop, but uh, somehow managed to escape. He, 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 he should meet justice. Oh, and um, he goes, you, where did you find him? <clears throat> I'll look them out. We found him in Helgen. In the, down in the, the depths of the keep. Oh, that's... That's, that's reminiscent. That brings back days of... Days of, of when first Helgen fell. It was nearly every other month a new bandit group seemed to take over that keep, but none in past few years. Uh, it's strange. They must have been mad to set up camp in there. There seems to be a curse on it. Yeah. 
Really? <laughs> um, and you say this is not the scuba dealer. You, you, did the leader um, escape, or some of them escaped? Uh... We 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 think there is another. Hmm. And then the uh, the yar looks over, and uh, at this point, you see that he's kind of still sort of like you know. A nice return of Lagabi, but definitely a lot sober than the last time you saw him. He's over and he goes, <clears throat> and he goes, right. So, hmm. uh, and then you're sort of like, you know, she, it looks like she wants to say something, but she doesn't. I've seen his um, Sid Gear is sort of like pondering, and he goes, well, or something. Must be done, and he's stroking his 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 chin, and he looks at you, Mass. And very slowly, he's, um, he goes. This is a very dire situation. And he goes, and you seem to be have aided Falkreath in the past. And he goes. And you have a line on on this other that you uh, may be able to uh, get rid of this other or the the cause, the boss, as they say. Um, Mouse <clears throat> bows his head very slightly <clears throat> and says, uh, "Yes, my Earl. Uh, we believe we know where he is." Hmm. Wow. He, he kind of looks you up and down for a second, Luke. And, he go, and then he turns back to Mouse and he goes, hmm, you've been in full freeze for uh, on numerous occasions, I believe. Uh, in and out. Mouse um, nods. <clears throat> he goes, um, you've traveled Skyrim some, have you? Do you currently... No, the the political situation in since the war ended in the other holes. Um, not as well as I might like. Uh, so you wouldn't happen to know who is currently the uh, presiding over the the great uh, hold of Riften, who its current leadership is. Would Mouse know? Yeah, after the Civil War, if the Imperials had taken over, who takes over as Jarl, you know that it's... Um, well, it stays. Uh, what's her name? Uh, is it not? If the Imperials... No. Yeah, if the Imperials have control of uh, of Riften, <laughs> it's uh, Maven Black. It's Maven, that's right. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> and you do know. So it's, it's I'm, I would tell him that it's that it's Maven, but I, it seems why wouldn't he already know that? And he goes, no, he, he seems like you know who is currently the yes. And he goes, hmm. and he goes now, what? Just a hypothetical question: What would you think if the Queen Bee herself 
found out that a new, and he sort of like puts his head down, new schooner dealer had set up shop in Riften, in Falkreath, and the Yarl of Falkreath did nothing to end this. What do you think would, what do you suppose would happen to our trade lines after our friends, and he points to you, uh, Jaquai, um, we have had a misunderstanding with the traders of the Khajiit. And what do you think that the Queen Bee would do if she found out that a scoom operation was allowed to be set up shop in Falkreath and the Jarl did nothing about it? Then you know Maven Blackbriar's reputation. I wouldn't think it would go very well, but <clears throat> we have started to do something about it, have we not? Yes, you certainly have. You and your friends <clears throat> have certainly done some. Yes, but um, I myself I seem to be a little late to the party. Um, however, I do recall um, our last meeting of when I asked you a few months ago to maybe procure some specialists. Some, I don't know, um, warriors for hire uh, to be able to handle the situation and to head across the border into our friends to the south to uh, put together a little team to try and root out this um, these ne'er-do-wells that have uh, taken up within my hold and set you off to discover the identity and put an end to this vile operation. For which you will be handsomely rewarded and paid for. I, am I remembering correctly? I, um, uh, Mouse remains silent. Hmm. Uh, and he turns around to Ninja and he goes, um, when the, uh, the Imperials left, um, we got a few other draft horses, I rem if I recall, that, uh, weren't we weren't put into good use. They just seem to be lunning out. They're not riding horses as such, but they seem to be well suited for slow travel along the roads. Um, but, um, Ninja, there's something I wanted to check. Um, could you bring me the tax records of how much tax and from who we've collected in the past few years. I, be, uh, I believe uh, I need to check to see the last time certain individuals had paid their taxes. <laughs> and then he looks back to you, gentlemen. And 
So are you going to are you going to give us all Falkreath uh, t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes of a sort. And I mean, you can. Uh, <clears throat> it's not that I couldn't hire the companions. It's just that you know there were. I thought this somebody with a more deft hand would be better suited. And uh, that's why I sought uh, the help of young Rat here to uh, <laughs> to uh, head out to sort of like get some specialists in who know how to deal with these people. And he managed to put up, put together uh, the the and he sort of like opened his hands and managed to put together the I don't know what you would call yourselves, but you know, don't pick the companions that's already taken. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but um, it would certainly be in your best interests and mine and Falkreath. <coughs> Excuse me. If we could all come to an arrangement. Mouse says, I, "I think that could be uh, that could be managed." And he looks over at Luke and Jaquai. Yeah, I, I I give a curt nod. I have a i I have a reason for being in Skyrim. And that's still, I still need to uh, remain true to that. And he, he, uh, the, he as, as you're saying this, he goes, Great rewards and being a, a good friend to the whole Falkreath means that you're a good friend to my friends, which could open some doors to whatever the whatever you decide your name is going to be um it, it could afford you uh, open some doors that were otherwise closed to you all right well i can appreciate that guys i think we should go with deaf leopard <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Queen <laughs> to the Stone Age, frankly. <laughs> ah, remarkable. Well, it's good to find you in good humor. And he turns to Helvard and uh, he goes, could you head out to uh, uh, to Glick and tell him to ready... Um, it, there was... He looks over to uh, Nenya, who's coming out with this rather large... Um, journal and he goes oh don't worry we won't be needing that anymore um there can you head it to can he goes there was a woman with you a young elf i believe and, and then he goes yes um body i i don't see her is body okay she has returned with you she fine is she okay she's fine she's just writing a song yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I look forward to hearing it um uh, and he goes, uh, could you uh, go and tell Glick to ready, what, four 
or five horses. He's looking over at the rather large, although I maybe a bear is an order. <clears throat> Do you have five horses, sir? He goes. He, he looks over at uh, Helvard, and Hedard, Helvard gives a, a slow nod. And he goes, yeah. And he goes there. There ain't much to look at, and they're not very fast. But yeah, we've got five that we can spare. He goes, if you really, and he's looking at at Sigurd, He goes, if you really want to do this, and he goes, and he looks up at him, and he goes, sort of like with a long sigh, and he goes, we can't afford not to. Right. So we have a deal then, yes? And well Mouse is going to look at him squarely in the eye and say and what's in it for us? Well, the horses I I just mentioned are horses are a means defense, sir. And at the completion of your of your uh, of the terms, they are yours to keep. If, however, you don't complete uh, or finish out the terms of the of the agreement, those horses will be considered stolen. I'm afraid. Um, but you I said you were heading there anyway, and you had no equivocation of completing said task and getting rid. <coughs> and. In future, whenever questioned or anybody asks about this situation, um, you will be sure to inform them that I, Jarl Sidgir, requested your help and um, gave you the means to be able to put together this team. We need some guarantee because we have a very important errand in Whiterun as soon as we complete this this mission that we need to go to White Run first before coming back here to let you know. Will you accept that? Hmm. And may I ask what's in White Run? No, sir. That is our business. Hmm. Well, you have a period Hmm. With how long it takes to get to Falkreath, how far? How? Nenya, sorry. How long would it take if somebody had found out and sent message to Riften? How long would it take somebody to get back here? And she has to think about it. Hmm. You're probably looking at about two at most three weeks. Hmm. He goes, there you have it. You have two weeks. I look over at Luke and raise my eyebrows questioningly. <clears throat> Shall we say three weeks? And he looks at, at Nenya and then he goes, they have been nothing but a boon to this, um, to Falkreath ever since they arrived. So 
Um, so make a, seeing as Nenya's helping you out, make a persuasion check with advantage. Luke? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, that's that. And okay, so that would be persuasion is charisma. That would be 11. Hmm. I'm afraid that with the power that the queen bee holds, she could quite easily get somebody out here much faster than even two weeks. Um, House is going to just sort of sidle over quietly to, and just whisper to Luke, uh, one, of, one of us can, can run back to Falkreath if we have to. And, and, and I nod, <clears throat> Rec recognizing I had the same thought. Yes. Okay. So I, I look up at, at the Jarl and say, you have a deal, Jarl Sodgear. <laughs> you know what? I like you. You're not afraid to get your hands dirty. Yes. He goes, right. Well, if you need to, the whole of Full Crease is at your disposal. And he goes, and I believe, and he looks over to Nenya, and he goes, oh, yes. And she goes, um, uh, Lord um, wanted if uh, let us know that if you were back in town, he, he would like to, to speak with you. You had a had a moment. But he goes, yes, yes. And she goes, the full crease is at your disposal. I need this done as quickly as <laughs> possible. Thank you for helping out the great, uh, for hold full crease. And good day. All right. So we'll back out. Yeah. Okay, so you all head outside of the, um, and as you're leaving out, you just hear a very soft, I'm so sorry. You're very, I'm so sorry. As you're heading towards the door from Nenya's direct. <laughs> and you all head out the door. Hey guys, do you have fun in there? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a real party, that guy. <laughs> Sweet. What are we doing? Let's go. Uh, we have some business to take care of here in town first. Yeah, so we need to guys... stop by the uh, the blacksmith. Do you have anything you need from the blacksmith body? Oh my god, guys. I have the best bow. It's been, you know, really good to us, but I should probably upgrade, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can find a better bow for body. Are we going to head out today, or, or are we? Where, what are we doing here? Uh, maybe we could get our affairs in order, and that's a good point. To, yep, it's a good milestone. Maybe. Hey, body, did you find any nightshade? Hey, uh, you know what, guys? I found what used to nightshade at one point, but uh, all the blooms were uh, picked off the top. Very strange. Hmm. So, so yeah. When Body relays that, I, I ask her to 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 show me 
where, what she found and if, you know, first of all try to understand what what might have happened like did somebody just come in and pick it all or is there something else going on and i also look for uh any any other blooms that that might have been missed by whatever plucked all the others um you uh head over to there and mike um so perception check and what and because you know what you're looking for yes it does look that the bottom part of the plants that have had all the blooms got off nicely. but can you roll uh, an investigation check to see if you can find any that haven't been yeah not 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 so good uh yeah only uh only a nine would would uh, mouse know what uh what nightshade looks like uh yes you would um but uh, no you don't find any intact i'm afraid luke as you're looking around um you are getting some very curious looks as as you look down uh you do see Koost who's standing outside the front of the hall of the dead and he seems to be giving you some rather strange looks as you're going from gravestone to gravestone walking through the cemetery um mouse is gonna just go over to him and say coost have you seen people um harvesting nightshade recently mm. Mm, no but when they um our first noticed it was gone it was when we caught that fella that's up in the well was up in the prison that uh disease came Okay. Yeah. So, so speaking of disease, so this whole like three days. So, how how many days from Helgen to Falkreath? Three. It was three. Uh, four. Yeah, it, it took three days, but um, like nearly four days because you went all the way through to the late evening of the uh, three, yeah three day. nights, four days. Yeah. Okay. okay so, so each. So this whole time, as I've been giving uh, Lenny his daily dose of uh, skooma from the from the skooma stash. I've been I've been examining his black veiny infection yeah. or whatever. Has has it gotten worse? Is it the same? How does roll it look? A, roll a medicine check. All right. Ooh, that's quite good. Um, Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. It it hasn't increased. It hasn't moved. There. If anything, it's kind of slightly receded. With because uh, okay. you because you know about medicines and sort of like you know if you're gonna have something to be and how to sort of like and the, with the bless spell as well sort of like you know it doesn't do anything but it just helps it out as it sort of like as he's taking it and uh, makes him feel a little bit better uh, and you get him to take the the dose at the same time every day it seems yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. help him even more okay yeah yeah that that's exactly what I would keep I would. Especially now that we've gotten, now that we're in Falkreath and we've gotten rid of Broto, I'm, I'm, my, my full attention is focused on care and and trying to take care of him, of uh, of Lenny as best as possible. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, so we're gonna spend uh, spend the rest of the day and and the evening here. Yeah. What time? What time is it, by the way? Um, you probably. I have 
about five maybe in the afternoon or the evening, okay. whatever you'd like to call it. Um, if you wanted to catch um, Lod, then they'd probably get over there in the next couple of hours. Yeah, uh, we definitely need to go to Lod. Um, so how much, pardon my asking uh, sideline here, uh, how much upgrading can we do with Lod with our own weapons and so on? Mm. Uh, Lod is just a basic blacksmith. So uh, unless um, he, he makes all Nord stuff, so it's all steel. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way he would get something in is if he bought it from somebody else or somebody was giving it to him in okay. trade. And right. seeing as the the Khajiit traders haven't been coming through in quite a long while, I think all he has, well, I know all he has is his own stuff that he's made himself. Okay. Right. And he's only, and he's, there's nobody that does um, serious enchanting in uh, Falkreath. So. All right. No, no, I wasn't looking for enchanted gear. I, w I would like to buy some arrows. Um, I'd, so I'd like you... to do some shopping, actually. If a mouse would like to do a little bit of shopping, not just at, with Lod, but uh, down at the uh, general store there. Sure. Are you guys uh, all heading off to Lod first? What would you, all of you like to do? I'll go shopping. That sounds nice. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Mouse, Mouse is going to just head to the general store because he knows that the store will carry arrows as well. Uh, he's not that interested in Lod uh, as much as Body is, and and others. And Mouse has. If we're gonna spend the evening here, Mouse has an agenda. Okay. So who's heading to Lod? I'll go to. I'll, I'll go to Lod. Uh, I, I I visited with Lod. I I upgraded to the Warhammer last time we were here, so I will um, I'll take Laniel over to the to the inn and just keep him company for the night and try to make his night as easy as possible. And okay. I I will say to to all of the the group, uh, uh, I will see you in the morning. So he heads off away from the cemetery and uh, he lets you know that he's going to see you all in the morning. And uh, Butty, you head over to a lot at the gate. And uh, Jaquai? I'll go with Butty to keep her on track. Yeah. <laughs> so you he head to go off on tangents. <clears throat> yeah. So you make your way across town of uh, at the cemetery and head across and you pass the goat and the tree stump and um, walk up and uh, Lod is there and he's just working um, cleaning off his armor table so like you know re shoring up things on it he's not seem to be working on any uh, weapon or anything like that at this moment in time he looks over and he sees you coming in and he goes ah he goes that's what you it's just the uh, well, not exactly the people I wanted to see, but uh, close enough. Is uh, your, uh, your big friend with you? He's around. Yeah. As well, I kind of wanted to speak to him. Uh, actually, I, I wanted to speak to you. What, what can I do for you anyway? 
Oh, it doesn't look like you're uh, slammed too hard, too busy these days. Let us uh, think maybe if you're interested in maybe doing a little trade work, maybe me uh, upgrading my bow a little bit. I've got uh, this old bow I found out in the field. Uh, are you interested? You want to fix that up or, or what? I'm probably going to upgrade, uh, but I don't know if I want to carry this one around. Would you like this help any with the, the trade value? Uh, no, I got plenty of firewood. That's fine. Uh, yeah, he, goes, I got, uh, he goes, I've got some nice uh, spring steel bows here for you if, uh, if you're interested. Uh, nice short yeah, it's uh, I've made this one kind of lighter than I usually make. Uh, suits well for um, somebody of your stature. Well, great! I'd love to uh, take a look at it if you don't mind. He goes, and this is um, this is definitely fortuitous. Um, he goes, well, nice uh, short ball. It's going to cost you 25 gold pieces. That is too steep for me personally. I better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Luke's got all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of it. No, 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 no. We, we, we. It's it's party. You know, if anybody needs like if anybody needs their share, it's 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 you know we're not we're not hoarding. You know, it's it's it's. Yeah, but she doesn't have any right there. She's looking at her in her pouch. I'm not sure you what you had. He, <laughs> he divvied some out. You did start off with uh, ten gold pieces, but you sold uh, you uh, sold. Uh, you used some sort of like you know buying food and stuff like that. You didn't actually spend actually. Yeah, you didn't spend any money. You didn't spend any money in the inn. So no, you didn't spend any money buying that. So you still have all your full ten gold. From uh, when you yeah, from when you arrived in Skyrim, like the last year savings that you sort of like you know travel with you, and then whatever got divvied up, I'm sure you divvied up some the last time, so everybody got an equal share. I can't remember how much that was, Luke. Let's see. Uh, I have myself marked down for uh, from divvied up shares up to forty some forty two. I think I have. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, yeah, because you've got like two hundred gold. Yeah, we, yeah, we, 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 uh, we, we should have a couple hundred among the party. Plus yeah, fifty from yeah. We should own stash of things too. So yeah, we we should have probably you know looks like let's see forty four one twenty six. Yeah, we should looks like we've got like two hundred at least among the party. So split four ways. That's yeah. That's at least fifty each. Yeah, so you got about 50 gold on you. Sounds good. Well, yeah, why not? I'll buy a new bow. That sounds good. He goes. Now, before you buy it, body, you should try it out first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's go test it out. Uh, can I take it for a test <laughs> a, a, a test spin? Goes, sure, sure. Uh, he goes, there's a... Uh... He goes, if you come out here and he leads you back, he doesn't take you outside the shop. You just walk to the back of the forge and you're still under the hood. And as you look out to the back, there actually is a couple of uh, targets right at the back, just across the the back one leading up into the forest. So it's got a nice back line of like, you know, a bit of a bit of the hill of the mountain. And then above it, there's trees and then further back. So you've got a nice target. And he goes, yeah, go for it. Great. Um, you spot me some arrows or what? 
<laughs> and he goes, funny you should mention that. And he goes, uh, kind of why I wanted to speak to your big friend too as well. And he goes, he goes uh, I'm not sure you, you know this, but uh, I used to be the... Uh, uh, oh, the house car or whatever to uh, the old yarl here. He goes, Full Crease is my home. And he goes, and you guys helped out my home. So uh, I got to uh, working and with some help of uh, Nenya, I uh, kind of put these together. But don't go using these at no stupid target. And he hands you ten silver treated arrows. Nice. And te um, those are, if you are fighting a creature or something that is immune to or resistant to um, non-magical effects, uh, if it's silver-treated, then you can uh, do damage to like things like ghosts and things like that um, with silver uh, weapons. So he he passes you over. Um, right. 10 and he goes don't shoot that and anything you know like normal like but with uh, that undead you came up against and that sort of thing and he goes you ever find yourself in a situation that'll that should help a lot according to Nenya and uh, Runil down there he said uh, this will be most uh, effectual that is so kind of you, and uh, body sits and off the top of her head, whips out the lute and improvs an amazing song, The Lovely Laud. <laughs> <laughs> Roll of performance, Jack. The Lovely Laud. Okay, let's see. Performance plus three. And a 15 plus 3 is 18. He liked it. Yeah, he loved that. <laughs> he goes... He goes. Uh, it gets actually a little uh, rosy in the cheeks there as he starts to get a, a little bit embarrassed. And, and, uh, yeah, it's been quite some time I heard a, a beautiful woman sing. He goes, thank you for that. Uh, he goes, uh, and your... Uh, your big friend, uh, he... Uh, speaking of which, he... Uh, he left this behind, and uh, I thought at the time that it wouldn't be much worth much, but uh, after working on it for a bit, and he hands you a mace, uh, oh. the same mace that uh, Luke uh, gave him, but it's been now treated with silver. So now this is also a silvered weapon. Oh, he goes, oh, don't look at me. And he goes, Nenya gave me the supplies and Runel told me exactly how it's supposed to do. I just did the work. I wasn't working on much anyway. And he goes, but that's it. That's all you're getting now. I mean, he goes, but, uh, as I said, this is my home and you helped my home. So thank you. For that. Well, brilliant, sir. You've helped us more than you know. So Jaquai takes a quick look at his uh, claws and says, how hot is that silver when it's melted? <laughs> <laughs> he does do that big barrel lobby. So like, he goes, he goes, from what I saw out there, and he goes, boy, you don't need it. 
and he sort of like gives you a, a whack across the shoulder. Yeah, well, thank you, sir. And I, I am looking for a sewing needle. Do you happen to have one? Uh, no, not unless you you want to throw it at something. I got a a javelin. You could try. You want to try javelin? Go to, I, I've got go these two, I got these two big cuts in my in my robe. I need to get fixed. You. <laughs> <laughs> And it goes, from what I hear, you've got, uh, you can go and see your good friend Solaf. Oh, really? You know, <laughs> oh, the added ventilation is, uh, is quite comforting. Go faster, right? <laughs> <clears throat> so, well, while All you right. guys are finishing up there, um, what would you? What are you currently doing, uh, Mouse? Mouse. Well, Mouse is is walking past uh, um, the smithy, heading towards Grave Concoctions, and he's going to stop in there. Um, and since he has several things that he's collected uh, and not necessarily shared, uh, including an amethyst, um, two tiger eyes, and uh, a turquoise, which together. Uh, are worth about 130 gold. Mm -hmm. um, he'd like to spend some of that. One thing he'd like to buy is from uh, Grave Concoctions is a vial of acid, which is 25 gold. Mm -hmm. um, he'd also like to buy um, a vial of antitoxin, which is 50 gold. Uh, and so that's uh, that's all he needs from. Uh, from Grave Concoctions. Then he's going to go around to Solaf. Um, but uh, he thinks twice on his way back by lot. I, by this time, I guess, uh, Jaquai and, and uh, Body are, are are finished, and uh, he just stops into Lod to, to buy 20 arrows um, and say hi. How you doing, Lod? Guys, guys, yeah. I'm all right. And he sort of like, um, you see his demeanor kind of change when um, a mouse shows up. <laughs> and he goes, uh, turns right to you, you, buddy, and he goes, you can give him one or two out of that if, uh, if you think it'll help. But, uh, uh, but I did make them for you. And he sort of like, you know, points to you, buddy. Um, but if you remember, he only remembered you having the the bow, mouse. So, yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, twenty hours was like what? One, one, one gold, one. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's, that's all he wants from Lod. Uh, and uh, and and then as as mouse. <clears throat> Uh, uh, walks down towards the store. He he pauses for a minute and scratches his head and looks around. And, uh, he looks for Body and Jaquai, and they're still kind of occupied. And he just slips into the shadows and out through the gates. Okay, roll a stealth check for me, please. 
one. Run. He trips on the uh, uh, stone just as he's passing firewood. through the gate. Yeah. yeah. So he nips in and then disappears. Um, and you see him running between those. Uh, both of you see him running. And as he's heading towards the heading towards the gate, the dark guy goes, Oh, hey, mouse! Yep. Where are you going, Bo? Mouse sort of shakes his head and just keeps walking. (laughs) You see, yeah, Mouse heading out off at the gate. So. So, what would. uh... Guys, so you finish up with uh, Lod, not unless you guys needed anything else. Uh, what would you like to do? I think I'm ready to collect my thoughts and head to bed for the evening, probably. So, so any of you guys uh, mentioned the, uh, the the silver mace to uh, to Luke when you get back to the uh, inn. So you head back into the inn, and you and uh, uh, Lenny have been in there, and sort of like, you know, you sit down, and sort of like, they welcome you back, and the bard is there, and he's sort of like, he looks over and he goes, oh, you're back. The back is it just you were the rest of you. No, they're, they're doing a little shopping. They'll be back soon. Oh, oh, good. And uh, sort of like, um, I've forgotten her name. Sorry, guys. Um, she says, oh, welcome back. And she goes, oh, um, I believe it was an ale, wasn't it? And a mead. Uh, no, it was a mead, right? A mead for me, please. And for your friend? And he, he sort of like he goes, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll have um, a, um, a a milk, please. Only the best for my friend. <laughs> so he sits down there, and then uh, you guys come up. Um, like a few minutes later, it hasn't been that long. It was a quick interaction. You walk back in, and you're sort of like sitting there, coming out. And uh, you walk back in. Kwai and Botty, you walk back in, you see Luke and uh, and Lenny sitting there. Um, Luke's got a a, a, a mead and a, a and he's sitting there as you walk back in to the um, into the inn. Hey, uh, Luke, you recognize this bad boy? Um, you do. It's it's your mace that you sort of like gave up and sort of like you know you're kind of like did yeah. Did 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 Lod do this? Custom design. Oh, wow! That's uh, that's that's quite brilliant. Thank you, thank you. It's I'll just a little silver. little song and a dance gets you a silver treatment. Very nice. So so tomorrow on the way out of town, I'll be sure to walk by Lod's place and. Uh, and 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 thank him and give a blessing to his forge for uh, for for his kindness. And as you're sitting there, and sort of like a few minutes go past, and you order drinks and that, and um, Delacour comes over to you, and you guys, because it's um, is your other guy not here? Is he? Is he? Uh, is he not coming? And you notice that Mouse um, hasn't shown up. No. Oh. I, I just look at body and Jaquai. It's like, oh, what'd you guys do with Mouse? 
He went out the front gate for a quick uh, smoke. I don't know. Had to have a little behind the tree time or something. Hmm. Um, Delacorte goes off. Is that milk? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you see, and you see, um, uh, what's Lenny grabs hold of the milk and sort of like pulls it closer to him, right up next to his chest, and he goes, "Yeah," (laughs) and then sort of like uh, drinks it down. Um, And Delacorte turns around and goes, "Ah." He goes, oh, that's a pity. But um, would you guys, would you guys be interested in a song? I, I think you'd like it. I'm always my, my ears are open, sir. He goes, oh. Right. So um, he sort of like sits back and sort of like um, the uh, the barmaid is over, and you see that she's with that um, Nord. Uh, that came back earlier that you assume is her husband and they're sitting at the back and so like Delacorte gets his um what you call it his um his loot out and starts slowly playing <coughs> and he sort of like readies himself and then he goes <clears throat> and he goes our tale begins with Botty the brave making friends with spiders in a very dark cave <laughs> so young and pretty Bravo. She easily makes friends with a kitty. But watch your right, this feline can fight. Ready to claw and bite. All mouse stays out of sight. But all is all right, as the bowstring is no longer tight. <laughs> and so on to Luke and Nord. Ha! And surely that's no fluke. If you get in his whale, he'll thunderously rebuke. As a servant of kind, she grants him bolts that do shine. A true hero, noble and fair. Just like his glorious hair. <laughs> Before grief they came, and much to our shame, they weren't all treated the same. But when it came to a fight, they lent us their might, and fought all through the night. Now along with a reward... They get free room and board, because now we're, because <laughs> now we're all sold. And if I may be so bold, any chance of a gold? And he lays out his palm in front of you. And, and I, I, I clearly have to reward this. I, I, uh, I cross his palm with gold. He bows his head and says, "Thank you very much, sir." Puts his flute away. And I think we'll end it there. And, awesome. Uh, thank you Brilliant. very much, guys. Uh, that was uh, an awesome session. I loved every second of it. And uh, I, I think we got the times kind of right this time. So no uh, hour and a half and then 45-minute shows. <laughs> and um, I'd like uh, thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it, because uh, I certainly did. And then... Uh, Actually, it doesn't even matter if you guys don't enjoy it because I enjoy it so much. I'm going to keep on doing it. Even if <laughs> so, and we um, do too. Yeah, Colin, this is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yep. I'd just like to say thank you to all of my players and uh, their awesome characters. Uh, Andrew and Botty, Luke and Pat, um, Pat and Jaquai, and uh, Mouse and Victor. And guys, we're awesome. 
and uh, I really enjoy playing with you. Thanks very much, guys, and uh, see you next time. Good night, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you.